We're here for another Books and Culture podcast with Books and Culture's editor, John Wilson. I'm Stan Guthrie. John, you're bringing to us today a couple of books from one of your favorites, Roz Chast. Many is the time, Stan, when Wendy and I are looking at a new issue of The New Yorker and looking at the cartoons, and we flip the page and we say, oh, Roz Chast. And every once in a while, she has the cover. She's a wonderful cartoonist, and she occasionally does books as well. In fact, we talked about one of her books, which was a list of things she hates. Um, (laughs) Today, we're going to talk about two books quite different from each other. The first one is called Can't We Talk About Something More Pleasant, a memoir, and it has shown up on a number of lists that people do, the ever-proliferating number. I do such a list myself, but people at the end of the year say the best books of the year. I call them my favorite books of the year. And the New York Times Book Review does their list of the best books of the year. And this book was on it. It's in a genre that is still relatively small, but continuing to grow. The cartoonist or graphic artist Alison Bechtel has done a couple of memoirs in this form. And this book is about her parents and their relationship and about Roz Chass's relationship with them. And let me just read you one little representative passage. This is a little past midway through the book after her parents in their 90s have finally moved out of their apartment in New York to a place in Connecticut that is for old people, and it's quite near where Roz Chast lives. The first few months were fairly uneventful, though sometimes I had a feeling that my dad was less than 100% enthused. And then you can see the drawing. This place is a hellhole! (laughs) (laughs) I knew it wasn't a hellhole, but even the top of the middle of the line or bottom of the top of the line place, and she capitalized place, like the place, is still an institution, and institutions have rules. And then it shows Roz sitting across a table from somebody who's on the staff of the place. Your father doesn't like to bathe. (laughs) And underneath it, it says, at the weekly assessment meeting with the staff, My mother never called it a hellhole, but she had opinions. We're not residents. We're inmates. (laughs) I'm sure it wasn't easy, but they were adjusting. Your father had an egg in his pocket all day yesterday. Thank God it turned out to be (laughs) hard-boiled. Sometimes they ate dinner with them in the dining room. George, how many olives do you want? I'll have four. Four? Are you trying to commit suicide? (laughs) You can see the mother. And you can get a feeling that the mother especially would not have been an easy person to live with. And notice the mother's expression as poor George says, you're right, I'll have one. And she says, have two. (laughs) No, one is fine. Why rock the boat? why don't you start with one and see how it's sitting and then have another in two minutes? You are a genius, Elizabeth, says poor George. And so Roz says, excuse me, do you mind if I say something? 
If you let dad choose his own olives, all this would be a non-issue. And then you can see <laughs> both the mother and the usually more mild-mannered father simultaneously screaming at her, Who asked you? <laughs> well, many of us are going through the experience of having our parents declining, and my mom went through that. Fortunately for our parents, most of us are not going to be writing books <laughs> like <Yeah>. this, <laughs> memoirs <laughs> like this. I have mixed feelings about some of that. On the other hand, I think the book will resonate with almost anyone who's gone through the experience, even if their own parents have been very different from Ross Chess, and even though their relationship has been very different, some things about it will probably resonate with almost anyone who has gone through that, and it's done in her inimitable style. The other book, which just came out around the clock, is a children's book that can also be relished by grown-ups. Just like the book we were considering the memoir, it has absolutely delightful illustrations, and it imagines a period of 24 hours. So you get from 9 to 10, Deb has forgotten. Are unicorns real or are they not? <laughs> from 10 to 11, Hazel Jane puts 100 marbles down the drain. From 11 to 12, Lou is snoring. That's because his life is boring. From 12 to 1, Lynn eats bologna with her imaginary friend, Tony. Gee, Tony, your lunch looks delicious as usual. And, of course, there's no Tony there. And yeah. It's a really witty book that we will look forward to reading with our grandchildren at Christmas. The two together show two sides of Roz Chest. Like a lot of people who are extremely funny, she has a dark side. I mean, we all have a dark side. But there's a sort of polarity that you find in a lot of people who are very, very funny. The tension there is part of what animates her work and makes it special. And it certainly seems to cover the gamut of human life right here. Absolutely. Just don't consider giving this book to your parents. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe not right after they moved into the old folks' home. Yeah, you're right, John. Thank you very much. Oh, thanks, Dan.